Hello, and welcome to Liberate Your Soul, a podcast designed to quiet the inner imposter, awaken you to truths known within all of us, so that you can discover your purpose, heal heart wounds, and find where you fit in to feel whole and allow you to make positive, lasting impact on the world. I'm your host, Kelly Pierce, a certified business and personal coach. I help top performers find their authentic selves in order to come from a confident decision-making place. As a fellow seeker, I have found that liberating the soul enables anyone to transition from anxiety to acceptance. It is my hope to provide you with inspiration and tools to help you feel confident, joyful, and loved. To learn more or to connect with me, go to www.quantumhighways.com. Hello and welcome back to Liberate Your Soul. I am so excited to be re-recording this episode for you on overwhelm. It is so important in today's world to clear out the clutter, to get set and get ready, get your mindset right, and be able to handle each day as it comes. Because we never know when we're going to get to that point when we're at the end of a rope, if you would. So overwhelm hits us all in different ways. Sometimes we can be burned out at work. Sometimes we can be feeling like we just can't handle another thing, our kids are driving us up the wall, or maybe it's just the stress of the season. And for me, I had this amazing episode recorded yesterday, and it was pretty funny. I found a few weeks ago when I was recording Because of the storm that was happening, I went in the closet, and it was so nice. I was like, wow, this is my new studio. (laughs) And so I went in the closet again, and I'm like, this is going to be what's going to happen. And so not even thinking to do a test audio run, I just recorded, and I thought, beautiful. I'm just going to do a couple quick edits, and then I went to listen to it, and it was total crap. And so here I am. Right before it's time to put this off uh, into the stratosphere, into the atmosphere you for you to hear, and I have to do it all over again. And I don't feel too overwhelmed. Like I was saying, the first round, I actually don't feel overwhelmed with the holidays this year. I don't feel overwhelmed with having to redo things. I don't feel overwhelmed at work, even though I've been working 10 and 11 hour days, and I just feel amazing. And how do I do it? Like, what's her secret, right? Maybe it's Maybelline. So this episode, I'm going to dedicate to combating overwhelm. We're going to talk about how it happens, what it is, and some solutions so that maybe you can feel a little bit at peace in your life as well. I didn't get here by accident. I got here by intentionally taking control of my life, intentionally understanding um, and going through the hard parts, right? I've been overwhelmed before. I've been at the bottom and 
looking up like there was no way that I could even climb my way out of overwhelm like this mountain that I just could not climb and I understand what it feels like to feel like you can never get it done like you're spinning your wheels and like everything is just hitting you all at once I have been there done that bought the t-shirt but today I am gonna have solutions for you and you're gonna feel so much better, I hope, as you implement these things moving forward. So, as of the date of this release, it's just a few days before Thanksgiving, traditionally a time when we get together with family, we cook giant meals, and we maybe travel across great distances, sometimes have to pack, sometimes have to get prepared in our workspaces and have a ton of work to catch up on, um, either before or after or both when we leave our workspaces and we can feel kind of overwhelmed. Um, A cumulative effect can occur when we have different areas of our life that we feel like we're not nailing it, right? We feel like our personal projects are suffering because of work or maybe our friends, we haven't seen them in what feels like forever, or perhaps our spouse, or even we haven't been on a date in a really long time because we're so busy with personal growth or trying to get in shape. Maybe we've got um, spiritual goals that we're missing because we're just too busy putting our nose to the grindstone, making our side hustle work, or what have you. And it just feels like, all this stuff is kind of firing off at once or we're like not balanced. And that can be one way of accumulating overwhelm. And we're just trying to do all the things all the time. Another way that accumulating overwhelm can happen is over time. So when you're kind of burning the candle at both both ends, and you're not taking care of yourself, you're like, I got this, it's fine, I can operate on five hours of sleep, and I don't need to take a drink of water or use the restroom on time, I'm just going to sacrifice my own well-being. I can, yeah, that's fine, don't worry about me, Susan, I can just take on all these work projects, and and you just go do your life, and, and I'm I don't have one, right? I can just sacrifice my well-being to get you further ahead in your career, idea stealer. (laughs) Sorry to all the Susans out there who feel that way. Um, When we don't stick to our word or we don't get to the things that we care about, we don't have our own personal integrity that we're moving forward with, we're not honoring of our needs, and we do this for a long period of time, that can... Uh, kind of compromise our feelings of being at peace and we can feel overwhelmed. We can feel the bombardment of external things that are happening, external pressures from people, um, expectations that have been set that we just want to live up to. Sometimes it's internal pressure, unrealistic expectations of ourselves from our past, Um, that we have perfectionistic tendencies, we're always trying to live up to some expectation that uh, if I get this done, I'll feel fill in the blank, I'll feel happy, I'll finally feel satisfied and joyful once I attain the promotion or once I achieve my goal weight, once I get more, I'll get connected, I'll feel 
in love, I'll feel happier, I'll feel sexier, I'll feel whatever, um, fill in the blank it will be if I get to a certain point. So we strive for actions, we strive to do and be and have all these things and we're going on all these different areas. Remember those first components of personal growth and work and family and spouse and spirituality and projects and um, even just our basic needs, sleep, and we just feel like we're missing it in different areas of our life. And it gets crazy. <laughs> the pace of life is crazy these days. So in essence, overwhelm is us trying to do things to get something or to feel something instead of relaxing into our beingness to receive So the energy of that is amazing. When we just relax into who we are and we feel the fullness of the amazingness that we are, instead of trying to like scramble, hustle, claw our way to the top and get there, um, can just feel amazing to just, wow, I'm already a success just by showing up in who I am. I'm already amazing just by setting these goals and having these big dreams. It doesn't matter how I get there. I know I'm going to get there. I'm more than enough. I can receive good things. I deserve it all. So there's a, a ton of episodes that you can reference back on the podcast from how affirmations work to... Um, other episodes that we'll get into later. But in essence, the more we feel like we have to have something or the lack of something, we focus on the not enoughness in our lives. So we try to take actions to stop feeling the feelings of lack because doing something or even doing a lot of things, if you get crazy with it, right? If you go after everything, taking action, that kinetic energy, the stress is better than being still and allowing our minds to feel what the feeling of us not doing the thing to fix the problem is. So let that sink in for a minute, right? Feeling the feeling of not having the goal, not achieving all of these things, it feels yucky when you sit there and hold that space for a few minutes, right? Okay, I'm not at my goal weight. Okay, I haven't gotten to where I want to be in my financial earnings yet. Okay, I don't yet have my dream home. Whew, this is kind of getting stressful. I'm not driving my dream car. I don't have my my Mr. or Mrs. Right. I'm not quite where I want to be in my my relationship with my children or my parents. Man, this is crazy. Why have I not gotten this far, right? Take a deep breath. You are a work in progress, okay? Not everyone has everything together all the time, but we don't have to have the solution. Our minds don't have to have the solution at the snap of a finger, And when we try to go to that surface, busy level, we're always going to feel overwhelmed and stressed out. It's going to be a frenzy of overwhelm to do and go and create and shop and hustle, take action. Sometimes we don't want to feel that, so we'll drink or we'll explain or we'll chase after or we'll market. We'll just act, do something to stop the stress of feeling the pain. But when we get still and we identify the feelings, we lean into the discomfort and check into our gut, our heart, 
and we listen and be still, sometimes we can ask divine source, Holy Spirit, or our intuition of, is this right for me right now? We can identify where the overwhelm stems from. Maybe we're acting on what we think we should be doing versus what we know we should be doing. Maybe the promotion is what we thought we wanted, but we know it's going to require us to put in more hours after everybody else has gone home and we're going to be sacrificing time from our children during their formative years. Maybe we think that our passion projects is what's going to be going full bore, but it requires sacrifice away from our family and cooking and, you know, our aging parents need our time right now. Maybe we can do all those things and we just need to adjust our lifestyle and fix our meals in bulk, prepare them for, um, prepare your family for a few hours of downtime without you, but you commit in your mind and your heart and your gut that that's what you want. You line these things up when you get still and you stop thinking about what you should do and you focus on what you want to do on what you truly know is right for you. So it's important to get clear. That's the first step to stopping the feeling of overwhelm is clarity. So it's the key to truly stopping overwhelm in its tracks. So looking at your life and your priorities, lining up where you get overwhelmed the most And what feels kind of out of alignment or out of harmony with your actions? So you can keep a journal, a thought journal. You can decide, okay, in the morning, in maybe take an hour on the weekend, two hours if you're really getting into it and it feels right for you. And you can say, what are your priorities, your goals, your hopes and dreams? In those areas we lined out in the beginning of the podcast, you can go back and look at those, um, you know, whether they're leisure goals, fun and recreation. You can talk about personal growth and development, spirituality, relationships. You can talk about work. You can talk about, you know, producing what you want your legacy to be out in the world, what you want to attain and achieve and really accumulate, right? What you want to curate, rather, as your life's body of work. So once you kind of see 5, 10, 20 years, like as you're sitting on your front porch looking back at your life, what you want to have as your life plan, then you can keep an activity journal regularly to see what is lining up in harmony with those goals and dreams. And sometimes we get derailed as we go about our day. Sometimes we get sidetracked. Sometimes we have things come up like, I don't know, the COVID or the election or friends who want to talk about politics and, you know, stuff that goes on at work. Sometimes we have layoffs. Sometimes we have divorce or whatever. Things happen in life and we have to kind of drop back a few and get ready to punt, right? To get, use a football analogy. And that's okay. We just take another another assessment and we say, what is it that I need to do now to adjust for this? Does this change my goal and how I go about achieving it? Does it push it back by a time frame? Or maybe something is adjusted. Maybe I was doing something because it was a goal that was Um, in harmony with my marriage and I no longer have my marriage. Or maybe I am newly married and I need to adjust my single person goals, right? 
So let's say you want to get healthy. And right now we're staring down Thanksgiving and you have a goal to get have a healthier lifestyle. You want to get to a goal weight or become in shape or whatever that looks like for you. And there's an office potluck. You are hit with temptation. You are like, I freaking love Thanksgiving food. I love potlucks and I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, look at your goal and look at your priority. Do you stick to your goal or do you give in? Do you give in to the temptation? How do you feel about each of those things? Is your goal more important to you than, you know, having a few satisfying moments and then feeling guilty about it afterwards and having your clothes kind of be uncomfortable and tight? How do you feel about that? And then maybe you have financial goals. We've got Christmas coming right around the corner. That can be really overwhelming. So how do you plan to stick to your financial goals for Christmas? Do you make a large purchase for a few people? Or do you get a lot of smaller gifts for the people who get you gifts that are kind of acquaintances? That way you don't feel guilty and go overspend trying to one-up them, right? You can just say, I'm just going to give you a little bit here I'm prepared this is good like it's okay what about like your time do you are you sensitive to your own time and sensitive to others energy if you're listening to this podcast you're probably an empath or a highly sensitive person like me do you say I'm gonna go to this party for a little while and just you know make an appearance and be polite Or do you stay too long and drink too much to cover up feeling uncomfortable? Maybe you're able to go and keep your boundaries and politely stay just a little while and say, oh, I've got other parties to get to, or I've got an early morning tomorrow morning. You know, just being able to stick to your guns and not get overwhelmed, not get taken over by other people's um, agendas and not being sidelined or derailed. So one other place where our goals can kind of get derailed by other things or other, um, I'd say, people, external forces, is our partnerships. How you choose to connect and communicate when you're feeling overwhelmed can make a world of difference. Divvying up chores, errands, or doing them together and enjoying the time spent can be fun. Even if you don't save the time, you're multiplying the return of your time because of being together. So my husband and I, we use Trello. It's an app that you can use to organize things. It's kind of like a project management visual board. We can do it for everything we do, from home chores to big projects or trips. And even this podcast, he helps to keep me on track, which I would have totally been on time if (laughs) the recording had worked amazingly like it was supposed to yesterday. But whenever things are due... Um, We put due dates on things, we support each other, we remind each other of things, and we help archive different cards. It's really a lot of fun. I'll put a link down to the app in the show notes. So really, the major solution to overwhelm is emptying out the overwhelm from your mind so that you can think clearly and get it out of your head onto either paper, a planner, a Trello board, or similar app or another means of reminding you what you need to do, what where you want to go, and um, how you want to get there. 
If you go back to episode 39 about how to achieve your goals and dreams, there's some pretty good advice in that episode called from many of the most successful people in the world. So letting go of stress daily is another way of saying emptying out the overwhelm, right? Um, <clears throat> meditation, emptying out your mind allows you to have like a new canvas every single day every single day if you meditate daily it allows more space Um, you can use prayer to allow your higher power to take your concerns from you and bring comfort to the things that are truly out of your control now I say this because so many people don't take advantage of prayer in the way that it's intended prayer is not just speaking to an invisible friend and just hoping that he or she or it is like helping you out when they feel like it. The power of prayer is absolute belief that a supernatural entity is going to take care of the concerns, the things that you cannot control, and handle them for you. So when you completely release all worries about the things that you cannot control is when true power comes in because It really is amazing when you do know that the universe has your back, that God or universe or source creator, however you refer to your higher power, comes in with the mighty power of God, in my opinion, in my uh, belief system, and they can take all obstacles out of your path, then nothing can stop you. It makes you have that belief that you are unstoppable and it will relieve your stress more than anything. Relaxing your body is the other component. So the first two parts were the mind, now we relax our body. So if you are able to take Epsom salt baths, and maybe spending 10 minutes or more on an acupressure mat. I just got one a couple weeks ago. It's amazing. Um, It's such a game changer. Um, Yoga to really settle into the poses and allow energy to dissipate from where you might be storing it in your body. Um, And exercise. There's a few different episodes where I discuss exercise and the benefits on that and those are part of the second arrow series um, where where we discuss depression um, episodes number 32 I believe no just kidding episode number 34 hopeless and that one you're gonna find a really cool um, interesting discussion about brain um, activity and exercise. So being able to move forward with um, how you can change your brain chemistry by relaxing your body, slowing down the adrenal response, um, and that'll speed up your thought process, by the way, when you're ready to go into problem solving and you can react more appropriately and more quickly to situations that maybe in the past has gotten you overwhelmed. You're able to deal with your stress much more easily. We talked about allowing your beingness and letting things go. 
really letting things go, not letting it get to you, not letting, like, bearing a grudge against people, because that takes up so much energy, so much space in your mind, so much space in your emotions and your heart. And so stop trying to do it all and recognize that sometimes all people want from you is your presence. As we're staring down Christmas, they don't just want a present. You don't have to provide and buy and do things for people. You're enough as you are right now. So maybe what they really do want is just to spend some time with you, just to enjoy company, right? Uninterrupted, undivided attention, setting the phone down, putting it on airplane mode, and really having one-to-one contact and beautiful human interaction. That is such a gift and almost a rarity these days. Letting go of trying to be perfect. Uh, St. Francis of Assisi said that it's better to be good than perfect or don't let perfection get in the way of being good. And I always thought that was beautiful. As a recovering perfectionist myself, um, I always wanted things to be perfect and have no errors in my stuff. And now it's like, oh my goodness, if I was holding myself to that standard my entire life, I would have such a sad and (laughs) tedious life. I'm okay with a few errors here and there. Of course, I take some care into my work, but I love to have things that are complete and good, and people really do appreciate a finished product not waiting around for years (laughs) or months or weeks or whatever while you finish something. So let go of trying to be the perfect daughter or the perfect son or the perfect parent or the perfect spouse because those things don't exist. People just want you to show up for who you are. In fact, it's the flaws and the idiosyncrasies that you have that make you uniquely you. I'd love for you to stop trying to do everything this holiday season. Some things have to be set aside in order to get others done. And it's okay. It's back to that presence. It's better to be fully present and enjoying what you do, giving your full attention to what you're doing, than having certain percentages of your mind doing other things, like thinking about the shopping you still have to do, or the work that needs to be done, or the worries that you have about your family, or what you might be forgetting. People can sense that, and you yourself are robbing yourself of your own human experience. You're going to look back at your life and be like, oh my gosh, I only gave a certain amount of my time to what I was doing, and I don't fully remember my experiences. So by letting yourself off the hook for trying to do everything, you're not only going to feel less overwhelmed, but you're going to enjoy your experiences even more. Recognize people-pleasing tendencies and when you're appeasing people versus really wanting to do something. This is a biggie, especially when we're gathered around family of origin or our spouse's family. We want them to like us. It's important, you know, to kind of fit in from a societal standpoint. Um, But If it's really a yes from you, do it. If it's pressure to please, um, then I say don't do it. If you want to go back and reference the episode on shame and what people in society do about shame, um, go back to that Second Arrow series and check out episode number 29 
episode number 29. It's the kickoff of our second Arrow series called Shameless. And it's really talking about uh, the origin of shame and why we feel shame when we're expected to fit into society standards or we're doing things for what other people think of us. It's okay to say no for your own peace of mind. Lastly, Check the energy of things. You can button up your energy daily so you don't get bombarded by the overwhelm that's simply in the air. It is that time of year. If you're an empath like me, you tend to sense it and feel what others are feeling. So shielding yourself first thing in the morning and sending positive vibes and prayers and love when you feel others are wobbly can make a huge difference in the overwhelm sensation that you might feel when you're outside of your own energy when you're out in the world you can kind of pick it up on the air and just get almost that anxiety that movement that almost like um it feels like anxiety but it's almost a panic attack feeling when overwhelm sets in where your heart is pounding and your breathing starts to shallow and you start feeling like am I going to get this all done or is something like an impending doom feeling almost and so you can release it and you know if you know how to transmute energy that's fantastic if you don't and you want to learn more I can teach you about that Um, But really just shielding yourself and saying, that's not mine, it's not mine, it's not mine. To learn more about how to protect yourself or techniques on working with energy um, or any of your coaching needs this season, I will make myself available. You can email me at info at quantumhighways.com or you can head over to my website at www.quantumhighways.com. I am still accepting um, a few clients here and there. So, uh, you know, I know it's a very difficult time for many people. I myself, like I said at the beginning of the episode, have suffered with overwhelm in the past. And I'm proud to say I'm overwhelm-free. I know how to shield myself from, from that kind of sensation in the air. And I do a lot of self-care practices and just making sure that I have good systems in place from managing my time to Trello boards to understanding my own limitations and just giving myself the grace that I need. So I hope you found this helpful and I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. If you found value from this episode, I would be so, so grateful if you would please leave a review or give some stars, maybe recommend the podcast to a friend who you think could get some value from it. Have the best holiday, and until next time, take care.